recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. Welcome to another episode of Under the Cowl, the podcast that takes place uh, within the walls of a comic book store and talks about uh, comics and everything that you would expect to talk about in a comic book store, and sometimes some things that uh, you don't expect to talk about in comic book stores. I'm David Gloyd, your host for this podcast and co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles the local comic book store in West Bend, Wisconsin, where this podcast is recorded. Today's episode uh, is uh, one of those Pizza Wednesday episodes. Myself and uh, Anthony are sitting around just eating our stuffed crust pizza, talking about how to properly eat that. You see them eating it different ways and some of the advertisements for it. And of course, uh, we've got a number of customers that stroll in and we talk a lot about comic books. Anthony also uh, talks a little bit about uh, his experience going to movie theater with some uh, friends. Let's jump in and talk about that delicious stuffed crust pizza. Uh, Did I see the two? No, I saw the first Jurassic World one. But they just confirmed that uh, all the originals will be back as far as... Whatever their names, I can't think of them right now. The, the originals from the, the for, Park? The original from original? Park, yeah. So, Alan and, uh, and her. <laughs> and her. Oh, uh, Mr. Goldberg. Yeah, because he came back in the second one. Oh. So, it sounds like he's come back in the third one as well. Then. Elliot Sadler, I think is her character name. Ellie Sadler. I said Elliot. Elliot? Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, it's probably Elliot is her birth certificate name, so... I was just thinking of a different Spielberg film. So how many Jurassic Worlds are they going to do before they move on to, like, Jurassic Galaxy or (laughs) Jurassic Universe? No, there's definitely going to be a a third one. So they could just bow out with the trilogy and take a breather for a little bit and come back with the next round, but... That might be a smart thing to do, except that, you know, if they keep making money, then they like to push them out. I didn't see it yet, but there's a short film for Jurassic world that just came out online i think it was attached to like some movie trailer or like as a trailer attached to some movie or something but that i I think it's available online and uh i don't think it has anything to do with any of the main characters but like the guy that directed it i think it's all like the same team and everything and it was like something that just kind of like came out of nowhere came out a couple weeks ago i haven't watched it yet but uh i just heard a lot of great things about it People saying, like, oh, this is what Jurassic World should have been or something, and this or that, so. I'm so used to getting individual pizzas, and I don't mean, like, personal size. <laughs> but, yeah, going back there, I'm like, oh, wait, that's right, there's only one pizza. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. You know what would go good with this pizza, though? <laughs> some wings. Yeah, we should have added some wings onto there. Yeah. Kind of too late now, I guess, to 
come up with that idea. It's so weird, though. They, they only let you uh, cash in your points if you're not using a deal. So last week when I did the breadstick deal, so I definitely activated your deal because I did the, the cheese pizza thing. So I did have a deal item in there, but like I can understand them not accepting a points rewards if you weren't already like getting something on the menu, like just to go in there and just end up with zero dollars. Right. I could see that being a stipulation. But, but not I'm spending money. Yeah. Why won't you let me have my free stuff also? Yeah, because it would really be no different than what we did last week, except we bought more last week. So, but yeah. Uh, it went so long without redeeming them, and then they realized, you know, hey, this guy's trying to redeem two weeks in a row here. This guy's got to settle down. Let's, let's put a lock on his rewards. And just, maybe that's it. Maybe they limit <laughs> how many, how often you can redeem. Yeah, that would seem odd, but yeah. it really is. I don't know what else would be other than just a, a computer glitch of some sort. There's some green leafy thing on my uh, my crust here. So I thought it was black, but I flipped over. And that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think I found the missing lettuce from the tacos. Question for you: As we eat this uh, stuffed crust pizza, it is often advertised when it came out that you held the slice like a normal piece of pizza, but then they would turn it around and eat a crust first. Have you ever done that with a stuffed crust? Uh, no, I eat it the way I eat a regular piece of pizza, except that I enjoy the crust. Yeah. Versus, I mean, depending on the pizza, your crust is okay. Typically what I'll do is I'll eat down to the crust where there's a little bit of sauce and toppings still left, and then just kind of turn it sideways and eat the crust with that stuff, adding more flavor and everything to the crust. In this case, I just kind of eat it down to the crust and eat it that way. Yeah, I always figured since it's easier to take a... You know, the first bite, at least, with a uh, a triangle tipped end mm-hmm. than to just start gnawing in at the crust and have your pizza fall apart and you lose balance. And then yeah, it's easier to hold it by the crust. Yeah, I uh, have not myself nor seen others turn it around and just go for the crust. You know, I'm going to try it on my last piece here. See how it feels. So. There'll be a couple minutes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> To hear, please stand by. <laughs> to hear a pizza eaten, being eaten backwards. <clears throat> I saw a TV show in theaters uh, this week. Oh, I'm sure if you're going on a. No, well, I was. I, I was going to <laughs> add, like, if you play our podcast where you can hear you eating the pizza backwards. Mm-hmm. If you play that backwards, does it then like have some message to it? Yeah. But anyways. So I saw a television show in theater uh, this week. I don't know if we talked about it or if I talked about it on here or not. Was it was it uh was it like a friendly show? Yeah, it was it was pretty friendly. Um yeah. I'd say it was uh, Did you go with any friends? Do the people that were already there that I don't know are they considered friends? Cuz you're not friends with somebody so you were strangers first. Mm-hmm. So but no, each I, of them could be future friends. Yes. Especially if they show up in the same seats in the next two nights, this coming Saturday and next Wednesday, which, by the way, I'll be leaving. I'll still be here podcast thing on Saturday, blah, 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 but I'll be 
scooting out a little earlier, and then next Wednesday, I may not be doing pizza. Gotcha. Based on, I go to Mequon for the, uh, for the screening, so. So, anyway, the suspense is killing me. What, what show did you see? Seinfeld. Oh, wait, no, uh, Friends. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, we were just talking about Friends. And- it is a funny show. <laughs> So yeah, Friends is having their uh, 25th anniversary, started in uh, 1994, uh, ran through 2004, did 10 seasons, and NBC, were you a Friends watcher? Mm, I did, not uh, not early on, that's something that uh, I just never watched, and then Tammy watched it, so after we got married, then I just started watching it with her, and watched, you know, the last however many seasons there were. That I okay. I, I couldn't tell you offhand what uh, what season. Well, if you told me the year out. that you uh, would have, well, it would have been like two thousand. Okay, so you probably watched a good four or five seasons uh, from when that point was. So. Okay. Um, and uh, I watched a lot of the reruns and stuff too. Then afterwards, so yeah, I would say I grew up. Uh, Watching like you know, watching them casually in the house, and I think my parents are probably or my mom mostly probably watched it. That's good that you grew up with friends. I grew up with friends. Yeah, they were around me. Um, I knew all their names. They live close by, just right across the hall. But yeah, I, I've got all the episodes on DVD. So I was a fan that much, and then just marathon through those seasons like no other because you know you got twenty-two to twenty-four episodes that are like twenty-one minutes each. And, a sitcom, it's pretty easy to lose a day, you know, and also like, oh man, I just watched a season and well, I've got time for the next one. But when they offered that they were for the 25th anniversary that they were going to put them in theaters, that was kind of a unique experience that I wanted to uh, partake in. Other shows have done it, like Battlestar Galactica has had either season premieres or like mini movies that would eventually air on TV, but they added like a one night only theatrical. So I've done some of those, which makes sense because I could be mistaken here because the original Battlestar Galactica was a few years ago. Yeah, but I think that they did a theatrical release, like a movie, and then for the reboot show. No, for the, for the original show, oh, okay. I think they did. I think they actually launched. The oh, okay, yeah, that to, sounds to, right. To TV. Yeah. Although I feel like maybe Buck Rogers had done something like that, too. Where there was like a movie, and then it w- went to TV, almost like uh, doing a theatrical pilot. Yeah. The, the, the Battlestar sounds familiar, just uh, thinking about uh, that existing like that. Uh, Doctor Who will have their, you know, some specials and things like that. Uh, Walking Dead, I know, has done some season premieres or season finales and some limited arrangements, but this might be, and please correct me at home, but uh, I didn't do any research on it. Could be the first sitcom presented in a theatrical official arrangement. Cause I, prior to going in, I just kind of, it kind of hit me being like, I feel kind of weird having a laugh track in like a theater, like atmosphere. That's going to be the next thing that you're just going to have. You're going to go to a, a movie and there'll just be a laugh track. You know, Marvel will do it because they're always kind of, you know, setting the hot bar high. So when Black Widow comes out, full-on laugh track. <laughs> it's going to be one of their funniest movies, I think. So, 
Yeah, Winter Soldier. Man, that could have really used a laugh track in that one. Yeah. And some say that uh, Justice League had a laugh track. <laughs> I say that as someone who owns it and really liked Justice League over the prior ones, but I think it's a solid joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen Justice League. Yeah. And I, I meant to, especially, you know, people talked up Superman in it that, you know, they... Finally, yeah, yeah. we're getting him right. And Still takes a little while, but I think it pays off. To I've, I've meant to. I just haven't gotten around to it like so many other movies in my life. Or Venom. aren't in my life. Yeah, yeah, Venom. That's right right up there at the top of my <laughs> list of movies to maybe get around to someday. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it, was, it was pretty good. I had a lot of laughs in it. Howdy. Good evening. Well, it was uh, it was an interesting experience just to like sit there and have that theme song playing, and everybody, uh, mostly everybody, clapped along to the uh, part. Uh, Are we still talking about Justice League? Yep, Justice League. Yeah, when it opened up with that classic, you know, uh, Rembrandt song. <laughs> well, that's right. I'm supposed to eat this uh, slice backwards. Uh, yeah. So. I listen carefully. Is yeah. I'm picking the pizza up backwards. It's very uneven in my hand. This just does not feel right. Don't have much to grasp with when you take that first bite when you're really trying to like break it up. So you just kind of because you're you're holding on at the, the thin point of the, the end of the slice. I gotta say, it tastes pretty good. <laughs> Who'd have thought backwards pizza? It tastes kind of like the end of frontwards pizza. Like what it tastes like at the end of a frontward slice of pizza? Yeah, but you still get pizza afterwards. That's right. It's almost like getting a whole extra piece of pizza. Out of it. <laughs> it does make me appreciate the kind of buttery toasted crust a little bit. But I'm going to run into a problem here where it's going to get pretty messy if I when I've got no crust. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to start off that way and then abort and turn back around. <laughs> yeah, I'm too far deep now to... There's no turning back. You can't even tell what it is anymore, the way it's... Or no turning front. <laughs> Stuffed crust pizza, no turning front. Have you ever eat backwards pizza there? You, no. <laughs> it's always like to save the best for last. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, with the stuff crust, I was talking about in the commercials back when they came out, you would always see them turn the slice around and eat backwards. Oh, yeah. But and I question, did anyone actually do that without getting paid? Initially, what I thought when we were talking about that, I wanted to say, well, is it stuffed crust? Yep, yep. But now it's a pizza bowl. Holy smokes. It's here. Magazine. Oh, the Tarlene. I got one as well. Oh, cool, too. Speaking of, uh, how much are the magazine bags and boards individually? Uh, we have just been uh, selling them individually at the same price as regular. Okay. I wasn't sure what the price was because I had him grab me one for Harleen. I said, I'll pay cash at the end of the night with it because I already did my purchase. And when you said you found that with a charge on there, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, oh, I wonder how. But they wouldn't be that much then, I guess. Because he wanted to put in that price for a... No, hopefully not. That or I've been charging too little for them. 
Has he caved yet and given you the the codes for <laughs> no the launch codes? <laughs> yeah, I don't have the launch codes yet because this should be should be on the list. Which I'll I got I'll be talking to it tomorrow. So. Uh, I think I have some notes here from last time to go over and make sure that we got everything on there. There is a one, one-off Star Wars comic. Uh, one of like the Age of Resistance type of deals. No, it's. I think it's kind of like a. The article so late at night. So Star Wars is ending. Yep. And then okay. there's, there's that that one it's, shot. It's probably in the new catalog coming up because we just got them today. So there's a one shot that completes that yeah, follows the Star like, Wars yeah, main, kind of brings it into the movie universe. Yeah, my guess it's it's probably in there. I didn't flip through the Marvel side yet, but that's probably I forget the title, but I I know what you're talking about now. And I'm curious to see if they're uh, restarting with a number one for like an Empire era of. Oh, if that's the case, <laughs> <laughs> then you're in. <laughs> Because, you know, it seems, it. <laughs> it seems weird that you get so close to 100, especially when you got so much more landscape to play with. But I wonder if that's their kind of way to kind of organize it a little more, just being like, okay, this main Star Wars title was just that era. We'll do a new number one after this one shot, and then that'll be when they found, you know, the Echo Base or something. So. Because there was talks, too, about, like, uh, finishing off Dr. Aphra. Yeah. Now let's see Star Wars. Uh, we've got The Rise of Kylo Ren, number four. Star Wars Saga, number one. Uh, is that it? Maybe Star Wars Saga, number one. We just said it's a great chapter in Marvel's inspiration. Or is that it? Star Wars Empire? Oh, I just saw Empire and I was like... <laughs> yeah, I think Empire yeah, is the thing I saw as the title. It was something about, yeah, like, them like finding Hoth. That looks like a one-shot. That could be it. No, just one of everything on Star Wars, then you'll, yeah. you'll get it. Yeah, no matter what. just do it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it might might be Empire Ascendant number one that you're talking about, because, I mean, that is destined for Hoth, and they talk about digging in Hoth, so. <laughs> that, uh... Probably a Uh, you could also get uh, a Star Wars vaccine, Star Wars number one vaccine edition, the old classic Marvel reprints with the original ads. But yeah, it looks like it's those two one shots for Star Wars. Uh, and then a buddy of mine, Josh, he ordered some uh, trades, Star Wars trades paperbacks. Uh, do you know one of those in by chance? It was like four, four paper paperback trades. It was just so more so aligned than all they were here. Okay, four of them. All right. So I will let him know that those are here. One, two, three, and four. Episode one, two, three, and four. Uh, volumes one, two, three, and four. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. What are we talking? Volume what? Well, see, that's, that's what they're going to do with the, uh, the movie universe, because they're, they're ending, you know, the original saga 
you know, so that'll probably be like, okay, Star Wars, Volume 1. Yeah, complete. 1A. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll move on to <laughs> the next batch that'll be Volume 2. The new batch? Yeah. Crossover with Gremlins? Yeah. Like, Yoda gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fed him after midnight. <laughs> Hungry I am. After midnight it is. Rise of Kylo Ren, baby back bitch. Is that the subtitle? Yeah. The fine print. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about the time that he went to Chili's. Uh, Space Chili's. Okay, so. Oops. That's what I'll write on the list here. Star Wars, baby back bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I am not getting it. What was the question? Uh, because number three is in here. I was trying to think when uh, number one came out. Probably pretty soon, I would imagine. Probably early October, since Wednesday is October. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it yet, so I don't think it's too good. Dr. Doom will be, right now, October 9th. Spider-Ham, number one. Yeah. Apocalypse now, it says. Once again, just a year late. Talked about that with other things, too, that <clears throat> certain things to write off of the... into the Spider-Verse, you know, they're just... Yeah. Because they're pretty good right now. This is the first catalog that they have Eternal stuff in there. So they have a facsimile for Eternals. They have a one-shot for Eternals. Because one year from now, we're going to have that movie, and they're going to be, you know, bringing them back into the comics to let people know that they're characters that exist. Because under my information, I don't think they've been around in quite some time, so now will be the time that they make them pretty prominent in the comics. And like a sucker, I've got them pre-ordered, so. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'll buy some books about characters I don't know. Why not? So you get into stuff. Uh, I gotta start somewhere. And there's a couple of Eternals things that I picked up at the last con. I found some dollar issues and haven't read them yet, but I found like a couple mini series from like maybe 10, 15 years ago. Because I think the only time I've ever really read any Eternals is if they've crossed over into like Surfer's book or something. So I think. Like a couple of them that showed up in there.
That looks like right after uh, Absolute Carnage begins Venom Island. Yeah. Who will be voted off? Venom Island. There's a bunch of people unleashed and then they're getting hunted. Type of a thing. They just did that on Amazing Spider Man with the, the hunted storyline of dropping everybody in. Like Central Park or something, and put them in a bubble and put a bunch of game hunters and all the animal villains and Spider Man into a Craven. Craven did it, yeah. Craven and uh, Arcade put it together. And that was, uh, I forget what they call it now. I think I just said it too, but I forgot. Is it just The Hunt? Yeah. Yes. Seven? How long is it? We're over late. Forty. She need a bag? No. Oh man, I don't need to sit down and start reading. Piles are getting uh, pretty high right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta gotta keep control. Uh. <laughs> or just do what I do and cut out like real life stuff and then just focus on yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I might just have to. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can't make it to a birthday party. What are you doing? <laughs> Catching up on my comics. <laughs> Jacob will be disappointed. But, yeah. Jacob, Mr. Mr. Birthday himself. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, but he but, said that he was in. Yeah, he was. So last week and today, he was here like early afternoon because of his school schedule now. So. Uh, yeah, I got birthdays booked all week long. <laughs> he said the next two weekends he's got birthdays, so he won't make it to the club. So he did mention though that he was bummed to not partake in the late night, you know, after uh, under the call, you know, to because normally he would be here for the the later time, but his school schedule puts him at a earlier time now. I told him like, come back. So, you know, Friday is my birthday. I should have had a party then. Yeah, then he'd show up. <laughs> Gonna be 32, 33 this year? Yeah, huh? Yep. Yeah. Plus, how many? Uh, about <laughs> another 11. On that. <laughs> uh, yeah. 44. Not even. So, it won't be double digits, same digits, just used twice. So many variants. <clears throat> Is there a uh, Swordmaster 2 with this? With uh, the arrow 2? Is that in missing? I'm pretty sure I'm missing that as well. What issue, Swordmaster? 2. Yeah, because that was from mid August. Yeah, like I have arrow 2 here now. Because I didn't have that one. And I thought I asked her to order number 2. I'll have to check with him because he did. Uh, he did actually reorder for that, but that was only back on the fourteenth. Really? So I don't know if he. I don't know if he realized that he didn't get it for you to reorder because I don't know who else. Yeah, because nobody else was getting it. I think he 
because we only got like the one copy of uh, number one. She is the action figure bird. Yes. Because <laughs> that's the only one that we had. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I I have a feeling that you realized that it did get ordered and just did the reorder recently. All, all the weird thing is, he's got one issue of every of one to four been ordered except for uh, number three for whatever reason he put in for two. So that's the other possibility is that he Oh. Might have accidentally ordered an extra two number three and then realized sure. what he did and then went back to order. So we do have one more. Okay. Here's the Star Wars. Let me just orders. pull up the list and I'll just make sure that it's open. Yeah. Do um, magic tricks now? Ask him about uh, your Miles Morales. This was on the rack. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like the Star Wars Saga one just kind of reading in here. It sounds like it's just going to like recap things that have been going on. Yeah, I didn't read a whole lot into it. I wasn't sure if it was like new material or just. Yeah, because it's all. It's a standard three ninety nine regular page, so it's not like it just says it's packed with major moments in the lives, blah blah blah. It's mentioned in the writers and just going through their runs. It says plus exciting extras. So I don't know how you cover like seventy five issues plus exciting extras in a regular standard. <laughs> Unless it's a Marvel Comics yeah, 1000. Mighty Marvel Magic. <laughs> it's a Marvel Comics 1000 method, and it's one panel is one issue. That could be too. Fucking Disney! One can have nice things. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I remember uh, I think we had a little Mickey Mouse figure where he's dressed up as a Jedi with a lightsaber. Like a prophecy right there. <laughs> yeah, boy. Silver Surfer, I'm the bus, volume one, hardcover, new printing. Yeah, I've got all the original first printings. I don't need this. Said no super fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Howdy. Hello. Nope. Oh, then again, now on the next page, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men new printing of the Omnibus, which the first printing is like several hundred dollars if you want it. I've got all the individual issues, and I have the two hard covers, but the giant omnibus of like 26 oh, issues or something. Yeah, a few things. Oh, man. That's oh, has me thinking. But if she's ready, if you want to check out. No, no, I'm, already, I'm done. I'm already done. One cool thing that's probably available in trade uh, was like a year or two ago the uh, infamous Iron Man, which is the Doctor Doom led. Like 12 issues, and it was when uh, 
he was trying to uh, be, you know, kind of redeem himself. So, but he still had, you know, shield and the thing after him and everything. But he's like trying to do all this good stuff and be an Iron Man when there isn't an Iron Man at the moment. And, oh, but it's called Infamous Iron Man. That did twelve issues, and that was really good. What was uh, when Osborn was? Was it Norman Dark Avengers stuff? When Dark he was, Avengers? When he was leading, had his own Avengers team, and he was sort of yeah. a... Yeah, it was a Dark Avengers storyline, and he kind of recast a lot of, like, villains into the classic horror, or, uh, Avengers. Dakin. Yeah, I forget the lineup. I got all the issues. I haven't thought about those in a long time, but, yeah, that probably had to be, like... Around the 2007s, 8s or something, maybe yeah, around. Sounds... I think it's like post-Civil War, maybe. can't remember what which one that was reading. Of course, I got it all. X-Force. Got them all scanned in, so all I have to do is... Oh, have you been getting emails about CLZ? That they were like They're doing... No... I didn't read them because I just thought they were just like update things. I didn't know what it... Yeah. Apparently now it's a subscription, but because we bought it. Oh yeah, like we're yeah, but like new people. But now yeah, now there's the uh, there's like a grading thing that you can do now. Okay. And you know they kind of see what your collection is worth. But that that's an additional charge, I guess Uh, now. Yeah, yeah. So So. part of me was like, oh, because. (laughs) I get that with my discogs, you know, like I get a minimum, median, maximum value of what my entire collection is thus far. And it's, I don't know, it's fun to see like in a perfect world, how much money I could get for my collection. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, so I base it off the minimum because no one's going to pay, you know, unless if it's something you really, really want. Uh, yeah, it was March 2009 was Dark Avengers. That wasn't too far off there. That was, uh, I don't know if it went, I have nine issues scanned, so I don't know if I just fell off of it or if it only did nine, but, yeah, that was, uh, Norman Osborn knows the people want Avengers to defend them, and he intends to give them the Avengers. However, when most of the existing Avengers refuse to go along with his plans, he is forced to improvise, recognizing that people are far more likely to recognize a mask than a person behind the mask. He creates a new team out of Avengers he can confidently control. Yeah. Dokken was Wolverine. Well, Some I, Benjamin I Poindexter was Hawkeye. Not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. that's a I thought one was Carol Danvers was Ms. Marvel. She must have had some okay. kind of evil turn. I don't remember. It's been so long. It's been ten years since I read it. Emma Frost is on the team. Team Victoria Hand is on the team. Written by Brian Bendis, drawn by Mike Diodato. That's a strong, strong team right there. So. Because, yeah, I think those all went into, I have other things too, like the Dark Avengers, Uncanny X-Men, there's like a mini little event going on there, so there's a bunch of stuff that they did for Dark Avengers for probably a year or so. 
or finding the one with the. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I never talked to Kurt and I saw Kurt who blended uh, up with that variant. That, yeah. uh, where the which is oh that, yeah that thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> remember what else I asked for? But... Uh, time to grab the giant catalog and see what I'm gonna spend. And the only other one I'm still debating on what I want to do with Heaven. But there was a Forever Maps with Tales of Terror that came out today. These I didn't order these. I just wanted to add plus all the merchandise and tell you some action figures and maybe got some more. I've got a couple uh, superhero records, the old ones like Spider-Man and Superman and stuff like that. Because I know they've been doing, there's a couple companies that have been uh, releasing um, original soundtracks from a lot of video games lately. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple, like I've got anime starting to make a pretty big big push now too and then and of course superhero tales of terror mondo con was a couple weeks ago weeks ago and, and then there's that's an forever awesome. maps there was this really cool mondo con exclusive um i don't know anything about it just uh sounded it someone did not touch it black panther variant Oh. Go online to see what people are selling. Does for. that yeah. Mondo have anything to do with that poster company that yeah. Mondo posts? That's yep. the same thing. Yep. Forever Mask. Yeah, those things are real, real popular. Let's skip right to Archie and see what, if there's any new Archie series here. Here he is. <laughs> Alrighty then. Oh, yeah, there. Issues of forever maps. There. Right. Have a good one. Get, oh, get you later. The game on that one. Well, because the weird thing is now it's one came out today, but it looks like they're on back order right now. Purple, purple triangle. So might be able to get them. But then should be so. Yeah. Should be in this previews. There's the Forever Maps graphic now. It comes out in December. All right, you know, maybe hold off. Let me do some research. Oh. See if it's even something I want. Yeah. If it's a series or something, and I don't know the other stuff, I I don't want to get in on it. Well, the the weird thing is, because um, that's just number one. Um, and the description is pretty much the same thing as the graphic novel, but the graphic novel doesn't say, you know, that it's a collection of anything. Alright, hold off, I'll do some more research. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is, because uh, cause the graphic novel is like a twelve ninety nine, but it's got to be more than one issue, you know, to, to make it a graphic novel. I don't know how many issues. It doesn't say anything beyond issue one. If I search it, that's the only things that come up is Forever Maps number one and Forever Maps graphic novel. Hmm. But they're both 
same from uh, Scout Comics. They both same writer and everything. The description of the story is the same. So I no idea. Not sure on that one. Okay. Um, how about um, did Vampirella mystery you or you obsolete? Uh, those have not yet. That is not good. Scratch room number one. Is that still held pushed back? It's supposed to be 9 11, but I think it got pushed like two weeks. Right, and I'm trying to remember. Xmas. Oh, this is interesting. So, Mark Miller, creator of Kick Ass and Kingsman and Magic Order and all the stuff that's going on right now with his Netflix deal. There's a one shot. Called Project Xmas Number One. The thing is, it's a it's a sequel to one of the most beloved Miller World projects, but they're not telling you what it is. Uh, looks like we didn't get the full shipment of Scratcher, so we actually still have. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, the most important one is the light sky. You can't turn on that one. So, um, and then just use Harleen. Really fun is what to do on this one. The baby between, you know, like Batman Beyond. I missed the first issue and then that shot up people are saying crazy by it. So I just waited and got the the hardcover for it. So I'm debating if I get the individuals or just wait for the hardcover, which I know is gonna come after the third one. Yeah, because I wanna s I think the hardcover might be in that the current the new catalog today. For Harley? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I just read that somewhere. I am getting the singles, but I uh yeah, but you don't have the, the original cover, you just have the variant, so... Oh, the... the okay. Which is fine, because, I mean, I don't know who the one... You're into the comics, obviously. Who's that? I know that's Poison Ivy and the Riddler. Poison Who's... Ivy, that's Killer Croc. That's Killer Croc? Yeah, it depends on the artist. Um, they'll... Sometimes he... Because when I can use the crocodile, sometimes he looks like a huge, 
See, then you got that one. Yeah. And then you have what was in the uh, Suicide Squad movie. So it, it varies greatly from artist to artist. Just like the size of Batman figures. You know, there were several artists in the 90s that you know, were like too long. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, Doomsday Clock 12 is slated for December 2020. <laughs> but I know it is in the schedule. Is that supposed to be a prequel or a sequel to Watchmen? The sequel. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, some of the characters uh, follow uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Find out that Dr. Manhattan has actually gone to when he left. Watchmen, he ended up going to the regular DC universe, and he's been kind of in the, the background, and uh, Azamandias uh, takes a few people from the Watchmen universe and goes to the other universe to seek out Dr. Manhattan. Is that another writer? Watchmen, I've only seen the movie. Oh. And the movie was kind of, yeah, so I always figured the book would be boring, given um, how old it is. But everyone I heard says the book is a lot better and the ending's different. Um, you know, I, there was a lot of complaints about the movie. The, the movie, as far as comic book adaptions go, it was pretty spot on. There were some differences, but... It's at least like effect. 90 to 95 percent the yeah, same. The movie was good. Um, and uh, my, my thought on it is... Like, you know, growing up in comics, you know, going to the comic book stores as a kid and stuff like that, you know, everybody's talking about how great Watchmen was. So when I got it, I didn't like it. And it grew on me a little bit as, you know, I'd give it another read or whatever, and then, okay, it got a little better or whatever. But I've never found it to be as great as what a lot of people say that it is. You know, and a lot of that's probably just my own personal taste. You know, then if you were to feel that way about Watchmen, you'd probably be in the 99% that thought before Watchmen was for the team. I actually never read any of those. I've read a good chunk of them. There's two or three of them that I read the complete ones. Ozzy Mandeus is the character out of the Watchmen comic that was probably my I had least interest in. And the before Watchmen Azimandeus was by far my favorite one out of that. Um, writer Len Wein, who co-created uh, uh, Swamp Thing and Wolverine, he wrote that one. Artist Jay Lee is absolutely amazing in their pairing. It just told exactly a, a great, tragic childhood story of the character to kind of just... You know, how you always see a, a tragic upbringing to lead them to why they do the things they do when they're adult. But I got to, like, I met the creator of Swamp Thing, and I didn't talk at all about Swamp Thing. And I talked about this book, and I had him sign the Ozymandias book. And, and I, I still go on just like it's such a very dark and tragic. And I read the, the Rorschach one, definitely. I think I did the Dr. Manhattan, and then I think I just did two issues on all the other ones to kind of test the waters, but those other three are the ones that I 
really cared about. So do you mean to read this uh, Doomsday Clock before the show starts? Well, not before the show. I'm assuming that uh, the show will have nothing to do with Doomsday Clock. Yeah, that'll be a... It's going to pick up after Watchmen at some point, but... Yeah, it's technically a sequel to the original stuff, whether it's the movie or the show or the comics. We were just talking about that, me and Kurt, and it's more so just like it's like a remix, they call it. Like they're not outwardly saying this is the follow up to the movie, go watch the movie and watch our show. They're not saying that, but they're saying the stuff that happens in the books and the movies is where they're you know, it's a sequel. But because they're not made by, you know, it's not Scott, uh, Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder is the comic guy. Because it's not done by Zack Snyder, you know, they're, it's not them saying, oh, part one's the movie and then, then you have to watch our show. But it is an actual sequel to that. Uh, Harleen, a hardcover, 30 bucks, 200 pages. They have this cover, I'm that's assuming, the, is going to be the cover of that's the, the main cover. Yeah, that's the main one. Um, uh, scheduled for February, but ordered now. Comes out February fifth. There's only three issues. Do you know what the release is? Is it only one? Yeah, that one is September. So the end of October, then the end of November. Yep. Yeah, that one. At least right now. Yeah. Schedule for that release. Yeah, and there's no major changes with anything. We didn't get early number one and find out that you know you saw her penis for the first time. Yeah, or... we already said all those jokes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I must admit, you know, I am going to spend if I do get this cover, looking at it from this perspective, <laughs> turning around, read it backwards like a man. No, just the cover. Oh, okay, just to get a nicer view. <laughs> But yeah, we did that right away when I, I showed off the Harley thing to to Jacob and and then uh like, Oh yeah, Harley Black Label and I put it down and I'm like, Yeah, I heard a rumor you get to see your dick in this one <laughs> And then I didn't know if Jacob knew all any of that stuff because 'cause I'm just like that would have been a very just well, that was a <laughs> quite the turn of conversation. But he didn't know about that, so then we'll get to see uh Wonder Woman's dick in uh December is Daniel Warren Johnson is uh, doing the black label, the Murder Falcon Extremity Guy, aka Crimson Cowl Comics uh, guest of honor, customer of honor. Uh, yeah, he's writing and drawing the Wonder Woman black label, which is in this catalog for December. Well, keep it on hand in case he comes in and does the signing. <laughs> Yeah, the cover looks pretty awesome. I've been, he's been posting art and kind of talking about it on the one of the podcasts I follow, and uh, I'm pretty pumped for this cover. That's his cover. That's yeah, pretty cool. He's a, yeah. It's definitely taking, you know, like I look at that and I know it's Daniel Warren Johnson, like even the way, you know, she's drawn. She doesn't necessarily look like the Diana of all the other Wonder Woman comics, but it looks like Diana that I would expect. Daniel Warren Johnson to draw and Okay, so let's pull the, the staff. Harley, singles or hardcover? Well, knowing your base, uh, your like of uh, hardcovers and all that stuff, I'd probably just do that. 
Yeah. Bring your thing, you get the cover that you want. Uh, it it's just if I get one variant, then I want the variants to come through one or the other. As far as the black label goes, I have two black label series. I have the Batman Damned in the hardcover, and I have the Superman Year One in the individuals, the Frank Miller variants, which I know you have on order for me for book three whenever that comes out. So I got one of each. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, not uh, just go like how you have the black or the Batman Damned one, you know, that uh, might not be a a bad companion to have a Harley one on the side. Yeah, February. That's true. And for a story like this, like I haven't read it yet, I've is got it, myself, but... Reading shouldn't interfere with anything. I would think it's not. Yeah, like since it's its own thing, I don't think there's going to be anything that's earth-shattering, like, oh my no, god, it's just this, like another origin It's story. just an... Yeah, just another take on it. Just an awesome whatever they want to do. So, waiting for the you know fear of spoilers probably wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, y'all, it's always going to be stuff to read. Yeah, definitely. Plus, you can look at it like this: you get that hardcover showing up on February fifth, as long as it stays on schedule. And I think it's a week later is the uh, is the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn movie. February could be Harley Quinn month all the, all together. Read Mad Love on Valentine's Day and you got yourself a got yourself a party. Because, yeah, well, I think that I'm pretty sure Birds of Prey is probably around that Valentine's release day. So. Sweet. I got a set of previews, please. Wash your hands. I wouldn't need that. I'm just kidding. Crimson Call Pizza Grease variant. Yeah, I, I licked them off really good, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little piece of me goes out with every book. Say, <laughs> so I have uh, some of the DNA of uh, writer Christopher Priest because he uh, met him at the Wizard World Con and he signed my Detective Comics 1000 that he's got a short story in. And he wanted to make sure that, because it's that glossy hard stock cover, and he wanted to make sure that it uh, was clean. So I was surprised that he didn't ask. I didn't care either way, because I could see people flipping out if he did that. But uh, he had said it afterwards, and he's just like, oh, he's like, just so you know why I'm doing this, because I can kind of clean the surface and blah, 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 and make sure the, you know, whatever. And he took care of it, and he was drying it and blew on the on the signature and stuff too so I mean I got a wow whole lot of DNA of Christopher Priest on that book so I'm just glad it stopped there so. <laughs> he took it to the bathroom he came back pages were stuck together <laughs> I thought this was a 96 page special and he gave me that granola bar which he did and it's yeah. it's I think uh, did, he, did he eat off of it or did he <laughs> take the first bite yeah I asked if he could take a bite and then then we lady lady in the tramp that thing, so hmm. it was a beautiful night. Let's see if I can just sort of by Marvel DC or yeah, not by price. So that's a pretty much then. Gotcha. So we'll know. Oh wow, this is just a coincidence. An artist friend of mine 
she had done this. She worked at George Webb's, and she did this when she was bored. And when she was showing me her examples, I had, I had said to her, I'm just like, do you still have that? And I'm like, I don't know. I would totally buy that from you. And she's an artist having, like, you know, struggling artists and things like that. And she's like, what? She's like, I just threw it away. And I'm just like, ah! Like, I think it makes it cooler that it's on a guest check like that. Yeah. That's, that's like Bob Kane would always do that and draw, like, a little, like, bat bat symbol or bat head sketch on, like, a napkin. And then, like, if somebody saw him in a restaurant or something and... And then part of Bill Finger's soul died each time he did that. But yeah, I saw that and I was just like, I would have given her like 15 bucks for that, you know, just kind of like, it's a cool, sure. little, cool little thing that she just tossed out. So. Hey, how is it going? Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Excellent. Anything new with you there? Um. The wedding went well, so. I was oh yeah, you had a you had a marriage. Thing. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep. Now she wants to have my Power Ranger action figures in common. No prenup. Well, then she's no. gotta no. she's gotta pay for half yeah. of it too. So <laughs> that's true. Besides <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, nothing else super exciting. We got our subscription uh, to Disney Plus, so. Was that your wedding gift to each other? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, I guess. But I told you, like, well, let's just do the $70 for a year. That's not bad. Either. Oh, yeah. Because um, I'm going to want to watch The Mandalorian, and she'll want to watch her other shows. And then you're definitely going to sign up for year two, because that's when the Marvel stuff will kick off and yeah, fall with Winter Soldier and Falcon and stuff. And then once that hits a year from now, there's so it's it's... It's crazy how many Marvel things are pumping out the in, uh, in uh, 2021 then. WandaVision, Loki, and... Is the Eternals going to be part of that, or is that just... That, that'll that be, that be the movie, so that'll be in like uh, that. November next year. Black Widow in May, and then and then technically Witcher Soldier, Falcon, show will drop. And then November will be uh, Eternals. So... I think so. Because it's just a. Uh, two weeks or so until Ace Comic Con. Okay. Which is just. Don't they have a killer, uh, killer guest list? Yeah. Yeah. My trim list, because I'm not going to afford all of them, but I'll have photos with Brie Larson, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Holland, Tessa Thompson. Wow. Kieran and Shipka, and who's like Sabrina and the yeah. new yeah. Archie. Yeah. And then there's the Sabrina. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just Netflix. Yeah. Mark Bagley, legendary Spider-Man yeah. artist, is going to be there. I've never and met him cover. before, so that's a pretty big deal. Only in singles. Yeah. And there's uh, but yeah, there's a Max. Yeah, I saw. That's also on Facebook. I saw like Ace and then I saw the Sabrina label. Like Anthony's What's cool is I already have a pre-ordered, but there's a. I was looking at it today because I remember Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Week. I was thinking of picking it up, but... Uh, drawn in her likeness as a variant cover right. that's coming out. And uh, all the VIPs for her get it. I've got a Brie Larson VIP, right. a.k.a. a Brie IP. Um, so they said they'll sell the Sabrina covers, you know, at, their ta- at the merch table or something. 
Yeah, so I'm like, okay, now I'll have to like, run there to try to get it. And then it was a day later, they just put up the pre-order online and said you could just pick yeah. them up there. So I'm like, Yeah, that's what they try to not make it a hassle. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a $15, uh, $15 variant cover, So, but it's it looks pretty awesome because it's drawn yeah, in. you can get it signed right away. But... See, and her... Uh, yeah, and her likeness is already pretty spot on. They just did such a good casting from that specific comic. But, uh, um, I, uh, lost my train of thought. Oh, yes, but seeing, seeing that rendition of it, you know, it's just a little bit better. 100% off tax on the Trying to find a picture of my Black Panther action figure holding the granola bar that the Black Panther. Uh, That's what I came in for tonight. Not, I, my, not my new comics. This yeah, is, to uh, see figure picture. Well, we were talking about <laughs> right when you were coming in, and I was <laughs> just trying to figure out. Suppose if I didn't meet him until. Well, it is possible. I was thinking about that. I think. Said that thinking of what's out here. But okay, so here's when I met him. So that well, should tell sure me where to track down here. this one photo. Uh, where, where we could possibly have it. But yeah, the, the writer, and he's a co-creator of a lot of Black Panther characters that we've seen in the movie. Uh, he had asked if I wanted a granola bar. We basically had like a 10, 15 minute like private meet and greet. I was the first in his line and like he told me to sit down and we just like I just sat next to him at his table and like we were just chatting and he signed my comics ahead and he told me and talked about Archie because I was wearing an Archie shirt. Yeah. That's going to be a Hulu show coming up if you didn't talk about that yet. I think him I think they're doing him and Ghost Rider I think they're developing for in that ABC Hulu Shield world. Not gonna try to intermingle it with the Netflix stuff and then uh hooking up with Hellcat. Hellstrom and Hellcat. Well because they actually they've been married for a while. Oh is that right? Yeah, so I was trying to think of the couple name. Uh, Hell Hell Cat. <laughs> Just Hell Hell. Oh yeah, but anyways, he gave me a, he asked if I wanted a granola bar, and I was about to say no because I had like a backpack oh, full of snack. Well, here it is, and then I just realized I'm like, dude, the, one of the co-creators of like many Black Panther characters is giving me a granola bar. Yeah. I'm gonna take one. Yeah, because now I would write you in his comic as a as a jerk, <laughs> and then uh, this is how it's displayed. Oh, awesome. Cool. <laughs> Finally found it, but my Black Panther holding that granola bar I got from the writer. So. And if the apocalypse hits, I've got a granola bar. This is safety. Well, you back up. <laughs> that should that should last. Did you ever read my stuff? I haven't. I haven't uh, not a single bit. Not out of you know lack of time protest or, or anything. It's just. Not have how old are those issues? I mean, this isn't the seventies stuff. This is probably no, say it looks nineties. That looks nineties, which would be about the time that you know if we were gonna have stuff back there. We would. Uh, 
Unless you can find that. Unless, you know, if it was even a Trump paperback for the first 11 issues. Because I doubt we'll get like an omnibus of the whole thing. Oh shit, here's 1 through 21 for 40 bucks. <laughs> and I realized that that was, uh, that was Warren Ellis' first American Marvel comic. Really? Currently, that's your pick of the week? Uh, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but I bought it, so. Hers is supposed to be pretty cool. I like the artist. He's basically following DeviantArt or whatever. Oh, is that right? pretty cool, though. Yeah, I don't pick DC things too much because usually there's something from Marvel, but I figured, you know, put a spotlight yeah, on that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too predictable. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we haven't had it too long. It was just released October of last year. It's kind of just one day then? Or is it uh, Saturday and Sunday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I with the VIP, uh, I'll be there all three days then. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm, Really looking forward to that one. That's at the Rosemont Center. Yeah, it's not as hard to get to as yeah, a lot more convenient. Not as as we got a pretty good hotel. I'm going with my cousins, and uh, uh, she said we were able to nab a I forget the actual term, but it's some sort of suite. And I looked at the pictures online at the Hyatt, and it's just like you know, it's like bigger than my house. Like yeah. it looks like <laughs> it's not your typical hotel room, so yes. it feels like we're gonna be. Uh, so yeah, it was '93. It's when uh, it's like we'll be uh, conning and style. Okay. So. Publishing date was April '93. All the so. celebs are like, "Hey, Anthony, we want to go back and hang out with you." Like, I know, right? right? I guess you can come to my place. It's kind of small, but it's <laughs> <laughs> not as old as I thought. See the movies? No, I see. Just really big into the Friends. So like, Friends came back. So yeah. we're we're seeing on um, Friday and. Saturday and Wednesday? Yeah, okay. whenever it is. I, I saw the Monday one. Oh, you didn't know, was it? Oh, it was great. Because so. uh, I was kind of a jerk and I heard, well, I don't know. <laughs> it was a little dilemma where we forgot that we had tickets for that day, so we missed it. But then she was like, well, maybe I didn't really like those episodes. Like those, but, <laughs> so. They were the early stuff, too, so I mean, okay. you know. They played the first one. Uh, it felt like a lot of season one, season two. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But we're definitely going to the next. Are you going to the Miami Falls? Yeah. Uh, Grafton. Oh, okay. Because when the tickets went up, Grafton was the only one. Or not Grafton, uh, okay. back one. Have a good night. Take it easy. Yeah. I might not be here, but. Um, Mac one was the okay. uh, only yeah, okay. one that was up in time, and I didn't well, know what kind of yeah. response well, I was going to get. So I just skipped the month. So, oh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday and yeah, Wednesday will be okay. there. So yeah. Saturday, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be we're at the falls. So we're going to go to those. Part of me was like, I was like, I bought these for you. I remember what Kurt because I don't have all friends. Is this the first married fight, or is this no? It was a fight at all. First American wedding dispute just taking on the podcast. Not the mongering man. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And his dad's in there. So how would the audience know for their favorite Do they just show three episodes? Or did they kind of like have a commentary? It's four each night. Okay. And so his dad originally advertised Dr. Kurt's dad that it was, they don't know who Kurt is because yeah, he's got bloopers and stuff, I, I which didn't happen because we expected to be at the end. And I'm usually there pretty early, and I was only there about 10 minutes early this time. A lot of times yeah. I'm like 15, huh, 20 yeah, minutes, sure. and I'm in my seat already. But they had, you know, well, they had the pre the early Thanks. programming yeah. stuff on. Yeah, I. They had like, just had like some friends, like trivia and things like that. Not 
actual bloopers, just kind of a couple behind-the-scenes thing, but it definitely felt like it was, you know, not part of the schedule. It was just kind of, here's entertainment while you wait or something. So I don't know if that's what they mean by it, that that's what included, because they had talked about that before seeing bloopers or something like that. So, yeah. We all kind of, like, waited, and then all the lights went up, and everybody kind of looked at each other and like, yeah, I don't think it's happening. Honestly, you brought this in for me. This Middle West, I remember we talked about it and I saw a ticket. And then uh, I have to order, there's a, another Power Rangers graphic novel coming out in like two weeks. So if you can write that down. It's with the Psycho Rangers. I don't know what, uh, I could look up to you what it's called. Because there's that and then there's a crossover between the Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I would like on my pull list too. <laughs> That sounds boring. <laughs> well, I can, I can just add this on. Sure, yeah, because I'm going over orders for tomorrow. And if it, if it's not, if it's too late to order the Power Rangers graphic novel, then I don't know how early you have to have more orders. For those. Um, don't know if it'll come in time. It could be like the following week. Yeah, no, it's fine. Nothing. Okay, the psycho. It's called the psychopath. Power Rangers, the psychopath. Ships uh, the 10th. Yes. Okay. Let's see. I'll check with Kurt because we do have one on order. Okay. Maybe he did. He, he might have thought, you know what? Did, but maybe he's like, you know what? I bet Tim will buy this. this. Yeah. Perfect. I'll order it. I bet Tim will buy Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wedding we had. We invited 290 people, and then, of course, some, some people that uh, we didn't invite, they brought their kids and stuff, so we had, like, over 300 people, which is, which is pretty wild. Yeah, pretty nuts. Yeah. Everything go good, like, it's yeah, planned no, it and all stuff. Went, and everything went perfect, so all of my wife's planning went yeah. to a good cause. And you just had to show up. Yep, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to show up and say I do, and then sign the paperwork, and it was funny where, because, you know, I've never been married before, and then I'm like... Well, we probably need your social security card and your birth certificate to get like the marriage license. And she didn't need her physical social security card because she lost. She it was misplaced, and then uh, so we couldn't find it. So I'm like, well, yeah, like I guess you have to reapply for a new for a new card. So we waited around for that. We she got that like a week and a half before the wedding. So then we went a week before the wedding thinking, thinking it's Washington County and they shouldn't be that busy to be able to process a marriage license. But then of course we're like, oh, you'll have to come. This needs a full week to get authorized. Come back. Yeah, come back. Uh, it'll be ready this day. Of course, it was the Monday like after the wedding was all done. But at least we had a good laugh. Well, we just picked it up on Monday and so by this, even though we were married the 14th, the ceremony was the 14th, by the state of Wisconsin recognizes us married on the 16th. So it was kind of funny where we just hung around. The celebrate eight. twice? Yeah, yep, we did. <laughs> so I made reservations at like Cooper Hawk down in Brookfield because we like going there and then they're like, I'm like, hey, I'd like to make reservations for two. And then they're like, okay, uh, is there a special event? Yeah, I'm getting married today. <laughs> then I got there and like, so you have an anniversary? I'm like, no, actually. Actually, today was my wedding day. <laughs> they just looked at me like I was just psychotic, and then I was like, "As we all do, yeah, every day, yeah." yeah. After <laughs> after I leave, I did listen to the podcast where he talked about a watership down. 
That gave me a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but if you listen, there, there's there's references to it yeah. afterwards. We like to make Jim animal jokes. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Little Timmy and those rabbits that kill each other. <laughs> Anthony, your Piggly Wiggly, did you have customers going wild over the MasterCard thing? Maybe what for, MasterCard thing? I don't know. For us, when people pay with a debit card, if it's under MasterCard, we can know, like, our system won't accept it unless they put the pin in. And then, I don't know, we were just told that it was a MasterCard issue, not like it was our system. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, and mostly I'm, you know, not dealing with any of that stuff. I'm always tucked away in the back cooler. You're, you're so. a behind-the-scenes guy. But I, because I only use it as a debit, because I have a MasterCard. But, okay, uh, sure. So I guess I wouldn't have felt any change no, myself. Yeah. Hmm. Just some customers are, you know how customers get. Well, I know. Yeah. I was having a good laugh. I remember the one day we were talking about how, we're like, oh, if it doesn't scan, it's free. And then, you know, whenever idiots say that at the store, then I think of our conversation here and it's like, yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> we don't hear that every day. Yeah, working hard, hardly working. <laughs> One guy, uh, he always makes a reference to that to me every day, so I just go with it now. It's like, wow, it looks like you're, you pretend to keep busy. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm like, well, every time he comes in, like, hey, am I doing a good job pretending I'm Keep him busy. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he's a guy that just he rides his bike to get his two four packs of Hurricane, you know, uh, Hurricane liquor or like the malted beer, and then just super grubby and just like you know he doesn't have a job, and, but he comes just because we have the cheapest prices in town for that two dollars and eighty four cents a four pack. Those first yeah. Level. <laughs> he says he makes a special. He's he makes a special trip to our store just because it's the cheapest. So uh-huh. he'll spend $5 on gas to... No, he rides his bike. So. Oh, the, oh, like, I was thinking, yeah, like, bike, yeah. motorcycle no, bike. No, 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 he he's rides, a rides it all the way. One day I joked Rift with him, like, I'm like, yeah, I was joking with him one day, I know why you buy two, hey, dude, I know you buy two because he keeps <laughs> your bike balanced. <laughs> yeah, I do that when I have to run to, like, the gas station. <laughs> Okay. Gas station on my bike, you know, if you'd be like, get a gallon of milk, being like, well, I'm riding my bike, can I get two <laughs> gallons of milk? And then I can just <laughs> hold them both on, both I don't handles. Need your seat or anything. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just gonna fix it. Wait until it goes through just yeah. to make sure, yeah. Yep. Not like, hey, thanks. I'll see there you next go. week, same thing. Oh, we've got every week, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, every week Tim books out. I'm excited to read Middle West. Good stuff. Is that the first volume or? Yep. Yeah. yeah, volume one. Probably volume two is coming out sooner than later, I assume. Yeah, it's because uh, I just read what issue eleven or twelve, I think. It seems like a very that's yeah, good Neil uh, Gaiman kind of like thing. Okay. Yeah. I've never read Neil Gaiman books. Yeah. Oh, he has like the Sandman. Or yeah. American yeah. Gods. And I know like of that. like the tone. I've never yeah. read it myself, but kind of like a modern whimsical kind of thing. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty good. It's real. The art's gorgeous in there. Yeah, Scotty Young's a beast. That's why when you mention it, I'm like, yeah, I should just get it. It's a sure thing, yeah. Alright, so we're Scotty Young Surprisingly <laughs> not. <laughs> you didn't make the guy look... Probably like not legal for him to do yeah. Scotty Young variant <laughs> <Yeah>. for non-Marvel. <laughs> so, yeah. Alright, well, thanks again. Thanks for being open still. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> now we can close. And we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Oh, you're a good uh, third of the way through that. Yeah? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. All the big publisher stuff is easy just because it's uh, everything's nice and big, whereas you get to the smaller stuff when you have so many products on one page and you really have to look at what you're... Yeah, it's easy to miss stuff. You know, if it's if it's not, uh, it's like chainsaw big, reindeer. Companies. Chainsaw reindeer that was a one shot, you know, that got buried. But thanks to Kirby mentioning it, I was able to to uh, see it. So yeah, I'm gonna take the the plunge, and I had ordered the uh, pre ordered the Turtles 100 for November, just for you know the gimmick of it all, and just you know I dip in and out of the Turtles. But uh, yeah, I'm putting 101 on the list too. Just to, even though it's the start of an arc, so I'm actually 100 is the end of an arc rather than being a beginning. So right, but I pretty much get the gist out of it. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, issue 100. It's all been coming, you know, building up to this, and they have a big, big event, and then they start over. I can sell you a body. Number one is coming out from IDW Comics. Did I word that weird? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. The synopsis is, are you dead? Denny Little can help. Uh, this disgraced TV psychic can put your soul in a living body for a price. A bad day at the office, however, has just put a bounty on his head courtesy of murdered... Uh, Mafioso? Mafioso. Mafioso, yep. Leaving Danny 48 hours to save his life. If he gets killed, can he just put himself in somebody else's body? Guess you gotta read to find out. Poor issue. Nah, it'll end on a cliffhanger. Because they're expecting a second volume. I just realized we don't even have uh, fresh ones out here. Is that yours or is that the one off the yeah. table? Yeah, those are mine there. The Marvel ones in back. We could uh, we could have a birthday party for Vampirella. She's turning 50. It doesn't look it. As noted on the cover. She hasn't aged one bit. You should have said she hasn't aged one bite. Oh. Yeah, they missed it. Borat the Space Cat? The full title is Michael Recycle and Borat the Space Cat. I see. Very nice. An Embarrassment of Witches. Cute title. So I was watching some old uh, Jim Lee, Stan Lee videos... I forget what the title's called, but they did that in, like, the 90s, or Stanley like, hosted that kind of, like, artist show, and kind of was interviews, and they'd kind of learn, you know, teach how to draw and things yeah. like that, and somebody had posted those on YouTube. There's some with Todd McFarlane and uh, Rob Liefeld, and, you know, the three image guys all, like, you know, they're the young blood, if you will, uh, for lack of a better word, <laughs> um, and... I was watching the Jim Lee stuff as Stan kind of pitched him an idea to draw, like, you know, what we want to show the audience, you know, a, a superhero panel. Like, you know, just kind of going through the steps of how Jim Lee approaches a panel. And this is, you know, a young 20-something, maybe early 30-something Jim Lee or so. And uh, it set up, you know, classic superhero chasing the villain, villain holding the damsel in distress. And... It was kind of interesting watching Jim Lee held his pencil horizontally as he sketched and he just kind of mapped out where the heads were going to be and just the body space and like 
he was just going like it looked like he was drawn with his knuckles just because of the way he was just like going through and he just like mapped everything out like super quick and then he went in with the pencil and the marker and started drawing and uh stan was kind of watching kind of commentating just kind of amazed at you know the process and how quick he's you know his approach to drawing shapes and bodies and perspective and this and that and he, Jim Lee's real big about like the muscle drawing and just like where all the muscles form and how they all connect and the shapes of everything and just how everything works in relation to it, itself. And as they were drawing the image, there was uh, no pun intended. As they were drawing, Jim decided to give the guy a cape. And as he started drawing the cape, young Jim Lee kind of hesitated a bit as he realized that the character was starting to look similar to some character we've seen before, maybe from another publisher. And he, so he drew that cape here and you could tell in a young Jim Lee, like, you know, here I am with Stanley, you know, and I'm just this young guy at Marvel. Like you could see him like stop and realize like, Oh crap. I didn't like, am I drawing Superman on this Marvel show? Yeah. And, he wasn't going to sit, he always like kind of stopped himself and then Stan kind of noticed it as well. And Stan had said, he's like, well, we can say the name. So they said Superman, but they're like, you know, like, you know, maybe there's something we can add to him to make it because he was just kind of drawing off the cuff, you know. I I probably had it been me. I quickly would have turned it into a uh, panel filled with like uh, uh, Squadron Supreme characters or whatever which are the marvel you know people you know they're all based the on dc characters. yeah and kurt had mentioned he's like well he's just sentry you know but what jim lee did in quick reaction was he drew one single line across like the forearm there and uh, created a glove and then he drew a diamond on there so now he's like all right well he's got a glove so he's not superman anymore and then stan said he's like how about you give him a beard and then and then jim was like well he's like stubbles in right now so he kind of drew a little stubble in on there as well but it was kind of interesting how quickly they kind of and then he added the kirby crackle around the fist and everything so uh so it it was just great just like hearing that hesitation in the stop of his voice in the pen when he's just like all right we're just gonna do a cape here and then uh um and then I just kind of realized I just drew Superman. <laughs> but Stan was having a good time anyways as he was just watching it all go down. So. He looks so young there. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Kevin Smith tells a story because this would have probably been, you know, maybe a couple of years before Mallrats. And, uh, you know, when Stan was on the set of Mallrats for his, his you know, don't even want to call it a cameo because he's, you know, plays a pivotal character in the in the storyline and the the plot of the decision making of the main character and uh stan's people were telling kevin being like okay well you know let me get a you know stan's a an older guy here so you know we kind of want to get him in and out and just you know be careful with you know what the where we have him and placing him and this and that and he just said like how they were like you know just being like oh stan's you know not going to be with us forever this was in like '94, and he'd go on to live, you know, <laughs> another what, 15 years, like 20, yeah. And uh, so it's just kind of like 
crazy just like how they were treating him back then. <laughs> the think that he would just go out and uh, live that much longer. He's so frail. Oh man, yeah, it'd be like another like 20, 22, 23 years or so. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a topic of discussion when you're looking at the Marvel previews, I guess, with the club. Since we're gonna be, you know, X Men will be over by that time definitely, and Doomsday Clock is uh, solicited for December, so that'll be yeah. Where you gotta find some new and there's, club picks. There's two options within the Marvel one when it comes to like the bigger things. You have their cover image, which is incoming. But the one thing, now I'm getting it because I follow a lot of the Marvel stuff anyways, but issue one is a 96-pager for 10 bucks, So that's like a, could be a harder convince thing, you know, to, of course it would be a club discount, you know, some, some on there for the you know, club members and everything. But uh, the other thing is what you just turned to is the Scourge, the Annihilation, but it starts with like five one-shots. And I'm guessing in January is probably going to be Annihilation Scourge number one or something. Yeah, so it's actually cheaper to start off with the 10-page yeah. first issue of Incoming. And then there's the option of, you know, I'm getting all those because I'm a big Cosmic Guy and Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four are in that lineup of the Scourge one-shots. So it's just like, all right, do we just have everyone, if nobody wants to dive into that, wave till the inevitable... Scourge number one in January, and then I just kind of tell people like, "Oh, this is this is kind of what happened in those one shots there," but because they're all just precursor things, you know. But so it's kind of a interesting sell when you you know if you want to bring up a a Marvel pick. Hmm. It's always harder for me to pitch certain things because I know like I'm getting it anyways. Whereas like if I heard like a DC thing, it would be like I may not may not necessarily beginning it to begin with but also be like all right yeah i'll give that a shot kind of like the black hammer thing like something i may not have normally gotten but when we all kind of chose it as a club pick i'm like yeah yeah okay i mean but that was also five 399 issues instead of whoever knows who knows how long this other stuff's gonna be or we just take a trip to the reality show of venom island oh, there we go cast your vote <laughs> so um all this twenty ninety nine stuff, yes, is uh, is this all one shots or yeah, it's yeah, one shot, one shot. Yeah, so I don't know if that means they're just leading up to. Yeah, I'm just wondering if they well. are going to do anything, you know, relaunching the twenty ninety nine, or if it's just going to be these uh, one shots. Yeah, I never was a twenty ninety nine kind of guy, so my attention is not even on any of that. So. Well, I I did, but I stopped reading it before they stopped it, and they stopped it in a way where they, but they more or less destroyed the the world of twenty ninety nine. So I don't know how they're going back from that. I thought this said kid kid zombies, but it says kiss zombies. I'm not sure what's weird, but it's the band Kiss. Yeah. You get a new Doctor Strange number one. And yes. it doesn't say it in the official title, but over here I like how they have Doctor Strange Surgeon Supreme. Yeah, I see Mark Wade's writing again. I don't know if the artist is the same or not, but they just went up to like the late teens or maybe early twenties and then they you know, rather than a giant creative team switch, 
They did jump back to the number one on that, so even though it's the same writer. Napoleon Dynamite, did I miss it? So you keep making the mistake that Napoleon Dynamite is not from Dynamite Comics, from IDW. It's kind of a missed opportunity on Dynamite's sake. They dropped the ball there and went to pick up that. Well, they still have a chance with, with Black Dynamite, if they want to get, get in on the Dynamite you know, train. That would be Dynamite. Yeah, maybe Napoleon Di- Oh, there it is. Oh, there's a four-issue, okay. <laughs> the spicy finale, it says. Saw the new Rambo movie. Yeah. And? It's a Rambo movie. Is it? Uh, I, I'd only seen one other person, you know, somebody, uh, we'll say a Facebook friend. Um, since they were disappointed, uh, as, he, as he put it, he was hoping for a uh, an adult uh, Home Alone type thing, and said you really didn't get any of that till the end of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say because that's in there, but yeah, it's at the very end. So a lot of Rambo movies are basically you know forty minutes of him being a guy just trying to live life, trying to grab something to eat, just trying to. Have an everyday, be a rancher, be a boat tour driver, you know, just to, just to have a normal life until a-holes come in and Rambo just cannot hold back from not doing anything. And he just unleashes and goes Rambo all over them. And and then the last, you know, 20 minutes are all just (laughs) crazy, you know, gunfire and bone arrows and hearts being ripped out and bones being ripped out and twisted and just... So I was laughing when all this, like, just crazy over this, you know. Nothing is better than Rambo versus, like, 60 guys. So. <laughs> but I suppose if you are disappointed in Rambo, Last Blood, you can always wait later on for the sequel, <laughs> Rambo, Last Blood Part 2. Yeah, matter of time. Yeah, what's that, uh criticism on saying it's a more quiet story and you know it's more you know just uh, you know rambles uh you get a little bit older you know settling down a little yeah, bit yeah but but the, any rambo movie has taught me is that i'm gonna see all rambo movies and there was a rumor that you know after the previous one is that they were almost going to make a supernatural twist on it and have them fight like werewolves and they're talking about possible space. Yeah, I heard that rumor. And I'm just like, you know, let's go full child's play with this line and just go off the wall, just nuts, and just be a joke of itself. Because I'm like, I would 100% see a movie of John Rambo, like on the moon, just fighting werewolves. So <laughs> fighting That's werewolves something I've on the moon. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> where there are werewolves all the time because there's always a full yeah, moon yeah. on the moon. See, the, the movie writes itself. But yeah, that'd be an awesome comic book series. That's what they need to do is bring Rambo into uh, further movies if they don't want to make any more. You know, I, I don't know where uh, you know, our Immortal Hulk fan customer is, but you know, he keeps talking about how they're ending it at like 25, but you know, they're still soliciting. Here's 28. And here. Still going? So, yeah, I, I don't know. He's the only person that I've heard that from. And I still haven't, like, gone online or anything and checked to see, you know. Especially for Immortal something Hulk's as popular ending. as that one, Like I thought Wolverine was holding a sword, and then I realized it's Conan. <laughs> he's holding Conan? <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wolverine yeah, it does kind of. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, looks like werewolves in uh, 
Black oh. Panther and Agents of Wakanda. Oh, yeah, there you go. What's the, what's the one werewolf character? Werewolf by Night, right? Yeah. So I read the uh, uh, Shield... Uh, damn it, what was it called? It was basically Suicide Squad, but with Shield and Marvel, like, monster-type characters. Uh, Man-Thing was in there. Werewolf by Night. Hitmonkey was there. It, uh, com- Command of Shield? Com- Commandos of Shield? Oh, uh, two years ago. I can't think of that title. Uh, no, it was... Uh, was that Howling Commandos? Howling Commandos, that's what it was, yeah. Right. You know, named after Nick Fury and his Howling Commandos. Yeah. But well, these were like commandos that would actually... Actually be. howl. <laughs> yeah, I do recall that. It was, it was good. It was a short short little series. I discovered it way too late, and it was already it been canceled, but there's one trade out there, and it's a... Yeah, it's a pretty good read. See, seen a lot of beta rebuild as I'm flipping through yeah, the I'm Marvel start, catalog. I'm getting a inkling that he's probably going to be showing up in the next Thor movie, like... He's been one that everyone wants to see, and he's really kind of resurfaced again. I mean, I hadn't looked over, you know, real close at anything just yet, just kind of paging through, and I bet I've seen him, you know, only like th- three or four different places. I think in here. Yeah, because right now he's on the current Guardians team. Well, well, here we go. Annihilation Scourge. Part of that. He's in here. Okay, so that might be one spot. Um, Sunspot? One spot. Oh, one spot. Um, these X Men are going to need their own catalog pretty soon. Uh, I don't think he was in any of the 2099 stuff. Is he in a God Thor story, maybe? Uh, yep. Okay, there he is in Thor the Worthy. Okay. So that's another another place. Uh, let's see. All right, not, not in any of the Spider Man stuff. Yeah. Or on Venom Island, as far as we're aware. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, okay, you know what? Flipping through, I thought that was him, but that's that's not that Thor. He's just looked all, all weird and monstrous. Uh, okay. But, again, does. just paging through quickly, I thought he was in something with, with Cap. Yeah, it definitely looks like which that. Which is uh, the Avengers, but no, that's not. That's just some weird um, version of Thor. Okay, so that's one less spot that he's in than what I thought. But yeah, he still makes... Uh, a few appearances, and you know, I think there's still one or two more. I think there was like an homage to him in Ragnarok, the movie. Okay, so Guardians, Isn't that Guardians of the Galaxy 12, issue 12 is what's in there. So he's on there, and then I think uh, one one Bills? one further back where I had mentioned him. So in the new Star Wars title. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably. So well. In, incoming. Uh, it's Ray. Beta Ray is Ray's father. So, so incoming has something to do with somebody's death. Mm-hmm. A mysterious murder brings together the heroes of the Marvel universe in the search for a killer, and then they kind of hint at the mystery of who that killer might be, as though it's going to be it's going to shock us. Um, nothing much said about who's killed, so I'm assuming it's not like some major character is killed off, and yet at the same time you can see that because it's, uh, yeah, this murder is kind of uniting all these different characters. Especially it's Tom Holland. 
That could be. Lost the kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Thank you for listening to Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl. <laughs>